Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and for the next 25 minutes, we're going to discover a deeper meaning of the Lord is my shepherd as we continue our study of the covenant names of God. The 23rd Psalm is probably the most famous poem in the entire Bible. It's a love song from one sheep to his shepherd. But as we'll see momentarily, there's so much more to this song of praise than just being a simple, pretty, pastoral thank you. The biblical shepherd was a man who would go to great lengths to keep his most precious possession safe at all costs. And this eye-opening message from Rabbi Schneider is titled Yahweh Rohi. Now let's get started. When we think of the word covenant, what does that mean? It means we have a relationship with somebody and there are terms to that relationship that protect the relationship. In other words, we have made a promise to someone. We're in a covenant with somebody. And so Father God in the Hebrew Bible reveals himself as savior. And in his saving relationship to his people, He gave us his personal name, Yahweh, and then he connected his holy name to the functioning activities that he's doing in and for his people because of his saving covenant with them. Some things we can pray about, and we don't know for certain that some of the things that we're asking for, God's gonna answer because some of them are just, you know, they're our thoughts, they're our plans. We hope God wants to do them, but we don't know. In other words, you're thinking about buying a certain property. You pray to God about it. Well, maybe God's got a better property for you, right? I mean, there are some things that we're not quite sure about. We bring all our requests to Father, but some of them we're not quite sure what His will is. But when we're looking at the covenant names of God, every time Father connected His name to a saving function, that means His will absolutely and most certainly is to do that thing that He's connected His name to for you. With that introduction today, I want to continue on to the next sacred name, Yahweh-Rohi, the Lord, our shepherd. You see, Father God has promised, listen now, to be the shepherd of his people. What does that mean? The best place for us to see what it means, what we can trust in, as we believe that Father's our shepherd, is Psalm number 23, right? The most famous Psalm in the entire Bible. Let's look at Psalm 23 together. We begin Psalm 23, verse one. It says in the original, Yahweh is Rohi. The Lord is my shepherd. I want you to think about that is. It's not that the Lord was your shepherd. It's not that he will be your shepherd, but right now, Yahweh is involved in your life and he's your shepherd, he's alive, God is active. In fact, God's sacred name, Yahweh, is actually a verb, continuous, unfinished action. He is present, acting right now in your life and my life as our shepherd, as we are looking to him and saying yes to him. So we hear that the Lord's my shepherd, but what does that actually mean? How can we sink our faith into understanding what Father God will do to us because he's our shepherd, as our shepherd. Well, David spells all that out in Psalm 23. I want you to believe, I wanna ask you to believe this for yourself. 
don't look at Psalm 23 as just a pleasant poem. Don't look at it simply as something that you would read on a Christian greeting card or on a Jewish greeting card, but believe that God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what David said he did for him in Psalm 23, beloved one, he will also truly, most definitely do for you and I today as we open our lives to him and look to him and give ourselves to him. So let's take a look, Psalm 23. Yahweh is Rohi. Yahweh is my shepherd. So the covenant name there, once again, Yahweh Rohi, meaning the Lord is my shepherd. Now, what does this mean that the Lord's our shepherd? Here we go. I shall not want. So the first thing that you can trust in is that everything that you need, he's going to provide for you. Now, as we said, it doesn't mean that everything we want, he'll provide necessarily, even though God's a great God and he provides us so many things that we do want. I mean, he gives us so many presents, so many gifts. He's a good God. But what he's promised to do, beloved, is to provide for our real absolute needs. Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to eat tomorrow. Don't worry about having a roof over your head. Don't worry about having clothes. He said, your father knows you have need of all these things. So David said, I shall not want. Father will provide for me. At the end of the day, your job is something that has been assigned to you right now. If you have a job, you should do your best there. But you know what? If you lost your job, you'd still have food on your plate. Father God provides for the needs of his people. They shall not want. Let's continue on. What does it mean that Father's our shepherd? He makes me lie down in green pastures. Yahweh shalom. He gives me peace. He leads me beside the quiet waters. This speaks of rest. Jesus said, come to me, all you that are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. This is real. God's spirit is rest. What I'm doing is I'm challenging you. Believe this truth that I'm sharing with you for yourself. Sink your teeth into it. Move into believing this for your life. Declare it over your life. Let's continue on. Verse three, he restores my soul. Some of you are still really, and all of us to some degree, still need healing in our lives. We need healing in our soul, maybe healing in your body. Some of us have been through things, even as, as babies and, and young people. Maybe our parents got divorced. Maybe something happened to you when you were a child. You know what? Jesus said, I'm your shepherd and I will restore, hear me now, your soul. Some of you are still struggling with trust issues. You're having a hard time maintaining a marriage relationship because of trust issues. You were hurt or betrayed in the past. You had people in your life that weren't faithful. So now you're finding that your relationships keep on ending in brokenness. And a lot of it's because sometimes, church, our souls aren't restored because we don't have trust. And hear me when I say this. The world says that time heals all things. But the truth is, Time doesn't always heal everything, but Jesus does. He said, the Lord is your shepherd. And no matter what you've been through, maybe you were even sexually abused, the Lord can restore and will restore your soul. I want you to know there's some things that happen to us in life that we can't recuperate from apart from the supernatural. But hallelujah and praise Jesus because of him, we will and we do recuperate. I want to encourage you to believe right now, believe in Father God, 
to restore your soul. Wherever there's brokenness, wherever the wounds are, whatever period had happened in your life, I want to encourage you to focus on making this a matter of prayer in your walk with Father, asking him daily to restore your soul. And you're gonna find, beloved one, child of God, little by little, day by day, month by month, and year by year, Father is gonna restore your soul. One of the first things that Jesus said when he announced himself as the Messiah, he was in the temple, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And one of the things he said was this, he said, to restore the broken hearted. One of the biggest parts of Jesus' ministry to his sheep is restoring their brokenheartedness. And so let's believe Jesus. I want you to know, Jesus loves you. He loves you. He's a friend like no other. He is the one that loves you more than any. There's no way to compare his love for you with anybody else because he created you for himself. I just want to pray. I just feel led to pray. Father God, I just lift up every child of yours that's listening right now. And Spirit of God, you're ministering to them. Deep inside, you're touching them, Father. They need restoration right now, Father. You said that what we loose on earth would be loosed in heaven. And I loose right now, Father, in Jesus' name, healing and restoration over the hearts and lives and even the minds of your people. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to us and being the Father's restoration to us. We receive it and we believe it. And I want you to practice, beloved one. Begin to declare over your life that Father is restoring and has restored your soul. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back, so please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. Discovering the Jewish Jesus could not accomplish its mission without partners like you. Together, we are preparing men and women for the soon return of Jesus. So please stop by our website to give a one-time donation or to partner with us on a monthly basis. Through your simple act of generosity, you are making an impact. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now with the conclusion of today's message, here is Rabbi Schneider. Verse three, as our shepherd, what does Father Yahweh do? He guides us in paths of righteousness. Listen again. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Remember, we're looking today at Father's sacred name, Yahweh Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd. And now we're going to Psalm 23 to understand all it means when we say the Lord's our shepherd. Think of it this way, in the most simple terms. He's guiding you and I in the right paths. He's guiding us in his paths. I'm so happy that Father God has boundaries to our left and to our right, and that his sheep, when they're truly looking to him, if they begin to go astray, he gets them back to the center. He's guiding us in paths of righteousness. He opens doors that no man can shut. He shuts doors that no man can open. He brings things into our life to keep us moving forward, beloved, in the right path. Doesn't that give you security? That gives me such comfort and such security knowing that it's not all up to me 
to get it right every single time. If I'm really looking to the Father, I can trust him to guide me. A friend of mine says, you know what? It's a little bit like a bowling alley for kids where they put those bumpers in the aisles, the, uh, you know, the gutters there. They fill the gutters with like foam so that if a little child comes to bowl and the ball begins to go into the gutter, there's something in that gutter that knocks it back into the center. And that's what I like to think of when I think of Father guiding me in the paths of righteousness. He keeps on keeping me going forward so that even if I get a little off to the left or even if I get a little off to the right, as I'm looking to him, he's gonna keep me moving forward. As our shepherd, he's guiding you and I, beloved one, in paths of righteousness. I want you to know God loves you and you can trust Father to do this for you. He's actively involved in your life. He's really doing these things. Let's continue on verse number four. David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. One thing it's important to understand, when David wrote this Psalm, he wasn't living in the palace, sitting in a chair, basking in the sun while his servants were serving him wine. David was in the midst of the battle. He was in the midst of conflict. His enemies were pursuing his life. It looked like a very dangerous situation in the natural, yet in the midst of the danger, David declared that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for thou art with me. You know what, beloved? We live in a dangerous world, right? This is not new news, but we can trust God and not be afraid because our God is bigger than this world. And Father wants to declare this over your life. He's saying to you and I right now, do not be afraid for I am with you. In fact, over a hundred times in the scripture, Father God said to us, do not be afraid. Be strong and courageous for I am with you. Jesus said, I am with you even to the end of the age. Do not be afraid. Let's continue on. God's our shepherd. No matter what, you don't have, beloved one, to be afraid. He continues in verse number five. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You know, many of the Psalms and the Proverbs of the Old Testament speak about what about the wicked that seem to be prospering? What about this enemy of mine that doesn't even think about God, that doesn't care about God, that's completely in the wrong, and yet they seem to be prospering? And here I am, and I'm seeking after you, God, and I'm, I'm trying to do what's right, and yet I'm tithing, I'm doing all these things to love you, and yet I've got these problems. But the Lord said, you know what? Just hang on, because I'm gonna create a feast before you. I'm gonna create a feast for you, and even your enemies are gonna see it. Beloved, you're gonna be rewarded. Everything that you've done for Jesus, you're gonna be rewarded for, and God's gonna prepare a feast for you in the presence of your enemies. Let's continue on here. David continues here, you've anointed my head with oil. You can trust Father God to continue to pour out his spirit on you more and more as you're seeking him, as you're praying. Believe God for this. He's your shepherd. He's alive again. He's active in your life. My cup overflows. And then finally, verse six, surely goodness and loving kindness, listen to this now, will follow me all the days of my life. So many of us struggle with fear of the future. What's gonna happen in the future? What's gonna happen to my loved ones? What's gonna happen when I get old? What's gonna happen with my finances? The devil is constantly trying to hurt us. He's constantly trying to make us afraid. The devil wants to bring torment. And so we struggle with the spirit of doom. 
How many of you deal with that? I know I do at times. The devil will try to bring fear onto my life. But you know what? It never turns out the way that he says. Father God is so faithful. What God's word says is true. Surely goodness and loving kindness, listen, will follow you all the days of your life. I want you to reject the spirit of doom right now. You've been struggling with the fear of the future. You don't even know what it is, some of you. You're just afraid. You just have this sense, something bad's gonna happen tomorrow. Something bad's gonna happen to my child. Something bad's gonna happen when I grow old. Just this sense of fear. But the Lord has said something totally different over your life. He has said, surely, listen, goodness and loving kindness will follow you all the days of your life. Not those thoughts of gloom and doom and fear and destruction that the devil's tormenting us with. Those are lies. That's false evidence appearing real. No, instead, Father God's got good plans for you that are gonna pursue you all the days of your life. And in the Hebrew there, it's not just that loving kindness and goodness will follow you from behind, but the Hebrew actually implies that they'll overtake you, that God's goodness, his loving kindness for his children actually chases them down and overtakes them. Beloved, Father God wants us to smile. He wants us to be happy. He wants us confident in him. So I wanna ask you right now, would you break the agreement that's been in your heart and mind with spirits of gloom and doom, spirits of fear and destruction about tomorrow, would you break agreement with those thoughts? Would you reject those thoughts and instead come into agreement with Father God? Will you do that right now? I wanna ask you, let's break agreement with the powers of darkness. Here we go. We're just gonna say to Father right now, Father God, thank you today for loving me so much. Father, right now, I break agreement with fear. I break agreement with spirits of doom and gloom about the future. I reject those thoughts. They're satanic and they're lies. I reject those thoughts. And Father, I declare right now that I believe in your love for me. I believe in Jesus's love for me. And I believe your word, Father. When you say to me, your loving kindness and goodness will follow me all the days of my life, and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, I believe that. I believe my future is gonna be good, that you're gonna be in my future, and that your loving kindness and goodness will always be present. Father, from now on, I'm gonna fight the fight of faith. I'm gonna believe in you. I believe that you love me, and I believe that my future is good. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi has been talking about the covenant names of God. If you'd like to listen to this message again, or if you'd like to share it with a friend, let me invite you to visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And well, as Rabbi mentioned today, David wasn't sitting in a palace when he wrote this Psalm. He was in the middle of a conflict. And our world is dangerous too. But as with David, God is with us. He is the good shepherd and no matter what we're afraid of, he wants us to be strong and courageous. 
And we want to help you become stronger in your faith walk. So that's why we've got a ton of resources online. You'll find our daily podcast, Rabbi's Study Guides, his and Cynthia's articles and devotionals, and you'll even find his latest books. This variety of messianic content is designed to help you navigate the perilous road that awaits us all. And it's a great reminder that we can't do life alone. On our website, you'll also find ways to support this ministry through your financial gifts and your prayers. And to share a little bit more about that right now, here is Rabbi once again. I've always liked a very simple approach to ministry in both my preaching and beloved ones in helping God's people understand why it's important to support ministry with our finances. I'm reading a very simple portion of scripture I've referred to before, but I love it because it's so simple and so authentic. Listen to what John says in the book of 3 John, verse seven and eight. Speaking of those that are sent out to preach the gospel, he says this, for they went out for the sake of the name, And then he continues in the eighth verse by saying this, therefore, we ought to support such men so that we may be fellow workers with the truth. You see, not everybody's called to do what I do. Not everyone's called to travel to Africa, Israel, preach the gospel on television all over the world, et cetera. But you can have a part in the lives that are being changed through my ministry, beloved ones, by supporting this ministry. I wanna ask you, if you believe in the word that I'm preaching, if you believe in me, if you believe that there is authentic fruit and if you're being helped, I wanna ask you to support this ministry financially. You're gonna be blessed and have a reward for the lives that are being saved and changed. If the Lord is leading you today to financially support this ministry as a monthly partner, then please call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. You can also sign up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, today's message was one that really touched my heart. It's so comforting to know that God is the shepherd and he'll fight for us because he loves us. And right now, if you're going through a struggle or a crisis that seems out of control, I want you to remember that Jesus left the 99 perfectly safe and well cared for sheep to go after that one lost sheep. So no matter what's happening in your life, God, our compassionate and loving shepherd will pursue you to the end. He is Yahweh Rofika, the God who heals. Yahweh Makadesh, the God who sanctifies and makes us holy. And Yahweh Shalom, the God who is peace. God wants to impart wholeness into your life and he wants to bring you into his family because through Jesus, grace and peace are always within reach. And now to wrap up today's message with a special blessing, here is Rabbi Schneider. The words from the Aaronic Blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 through 27, helps us to realize how good God is to you and I personally. So receive his blessing into your life, and then, beloved one, go bless somebody else in Jesus' name today. Ya'er Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Yisa Yahweh Panavelecha 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love and subscribe on YouTube. I'm Dustin Roberts and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us next time when Rabbi Schneider talks about the Lord who is our righteousness. Be listening Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.